Welcome everyone, this is the Bumcast. I am your host, HBIC, the head bum in charge along with Baloney, the Southside Bum, and Douglas. <laughs> no side side bum. The Southside Bum will be joining us shortly. He had a little family emergency, a uh, little water in the basement. Um, so he will be joining us after he gets cleaned up here uh, momentarily. But um, Water in the basement is like the clap for White Sox Twitter. We can't get rid of it, and everyone is struggling with it. It happened to Missy. It happened to me. His father Zoe got hit with it. Now Johnny. I mean, it's... It, the water in the basement is no joke, so that sucks. But yeah, it, it's basically the clap of White Sox Twitter. Yes. Um, so obviously, we always start out talking about our weekends and everything. And if you notice, I I said Douglas because we have to do a little kangaroo court here first. And I, I was I hoping to have Johnny here, but you know we'll we'll just run it by Peter here because Dougie Dougie straight up ghosted me on Friday, man. And at the game on Friday, not cool. Not cool. Didn't didn't join us for the tailgate. Didn't come say hi. Didn't join us after the post tailgate. And then he played dumb. I didn't know you were going to be at the game. That's what he said. <laughs> he did. Even though I have this receipt of. <laughs> oh, yeah. You came, you came correct, Jason. Oh, shit. All right. Let me read this. Read it. Read it for the people listening. I, I forgot to ask, are you going to any games this weekend? Friday and Sunday, you? I'm just going Friday, but I need to move my tick my Sunday tickets. So he knew I was at the game. And then on top of that, not only did he know I was at the game, I threw up the picture of me and Sarah driving. I threw up the Knob Creek bottle showing there. Joey P posted posted the photo of me and him with the bottle together. And then he says, Well, oh, I got in late. I got in late. I'm sorry, but he had time to go take <laughs> photos with Joey yeah. P and Jeff Bartlett. Well, that photo was taken way before I even walked in the gate. So his lateness comment is not flying with me either. So Dougie, <laughs> do you care to make an argument for yourself on why you shunned me and Sarah on Friday? Uh, yeah. So you've been trying to hawk your tickets on the internet for like <laughs> all these different games. And I can't keep track of what games are fucking being sold, which games you're going to. I mistaken. And I saw that you were like, Hey, I'm trying to move two tickets. I thought you were trying to move your two tickets. I mean, I know that all four of them are your tickets, but I thought it plans had changed and that you weren't going. Um, but I did get in to the ballpark super late. Uh, when I met up with Joey P for that pitcher was when the flying Elvises were literally coming in. So yeah, we were, we were still in the lot. We walked in uh, shortly thereafter. Uh, but I, I'm sure Joey mentioned to you that he saw me in the parking lot. He didn't. Oh man. Now I, <laughs> he didn't. Hold he on. Didn't. I'm, I'm not going to go against Joey. We've gone through this once before Joey P catching strays. Have you ever thought of the fact, Jason, that maybe Dougie doesn't want to hang out with you? And you know what? And that's 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 what I started to get because he didn't even join us post tailgate. You know, we had some we had some bourbon and lot B after the game. But I don't maybe you stayed for the fireworks, and that's fine if you did. I'm not gonna yeah, I'm not gonna judge. You had your family with you, and they want to see the fireworks. You can't be like, ah, oh, fuck you, kids. I want to go drink bourbon and in yeah. lot B. Well, just to give you an idea of how late I got there, I was parked halfway through lot C. 
So lot B had already been full. A was full. And I got relegated all the way to C. I was halfway to fucking goddamn Beef's house. And, uh, I'm, yeah, I was just like, you know what? And then it took me fucking quarter of a century to get out of there. I tried calling uh, fucking uh, Rick of Benny's to get myself a breaded steak sandwich to at least comfort me in some way. They're like, nope, hour and a half fucking wait. Didn't get nothing from that. I ended up at fucking Taco Taco in uh, Countryside. Shout out to Luke. Taco Taco. Yeah, you Countryside. That is, uh, that's around... You know, that's straight down yeah. Lagrange in my neighborhood. Why don't you come knock mm-hmm. on my door? Now I'm bothered. Well, you were already sleeping. That's true. I was sleeping. <laughs> so, I slept so Peter, you, 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 I, 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 I got your receipts about you being naked in a shower, <laughs> fucking texting us. <laughs> that's true. What, what's wrong with that? Air that problem <laughs> out. What, what are we talking about? No, I'm just saying you didn't send no pictures. So, you know. Uh-huh. Fair, fair. <laughs> So Peter, you know, you saw the receipts, you heard yep. his argument. Is he is what's is there what's the verdict? Are we doing a another mini suspension here? No, or are we letting no, it sus- slide? no, no suspension for Dougie. One, because uh last time we did it, everyone got pissed at us and thought it was for real. And <laughs> I, I think the people in the comments were more butthurt that we were talking about soccer than anything. So I learned my lesson from suspending <laughs> Dougie. I ain't suspending Dougie no more. All right. <laughs> All right. Well, then, Kangaroo Court has spoken. Dougie, you are hereby forgiven and pardoned for. I, 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 I do apologize. I, I didn't see any of the tweets beforehand. I didn't see anything like that. Cleared of all charges. I would have stopped by, but I yeah. did have I did have eight family members with me at the time. So. Oh, yeah, it a was lot. a group. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, so then you probably couldn't bring them to a tailgate anyway. So don't put it past you. Never know. Um. <laughs> I got I got a little bit of uh, bad news this this weekend, and I just had it confirmed to me today. There was a notice, as you all know, I go play basketball, go to the gym. Oh, Here we go. All right. There was a notice that they are as of the 16th, they are changing the open gym hours from two thirty from two thirty to four thirty, and then Saturdays from eight to ten. So basically, like the most shit hours you can possibly imagine to like want to go to the gym, because one, you know, I can't really leave work at two thirty in the afternoon to go shoot around, and Saturday mornings eight a.m. nine a.m. That fucking sucks. You know, I like to sleep in a bit on my day off. Question: yeah. What time are you usually playing basketball now? Like four thirty ish. Post work. Yeah, post work. I'll, I'll, I'll wrap up work and I'll head over there. Try to, get, but. They, I asked the lady at the front desk, you know, like, what was the reason for the hours change? And she said, well, it's because school's starting up again. And I thought immediately, I was like, what? Because you need people, like, people aren't working. They're going back to school. And she said, no, because after school, the, the gym floods with kids after school. And there's just too many of them. And they just take it. They, they take the whole thing over. That's why they have, like, the limited gym hours. And she's like, well, if you go and there's an open gym like open court, you can go play. Like no one's going to stop you. So I was thinking, I was like, and I was there today and I only shot around for like 15 minutes because she was right. All these fucking high schoolers just like, there's like double the amount of kids. You got to start playing them. Well, no, what, what we need to do is we need to gather like all of us. What what, what are you talking about? We, yes, (laughs) here's my idea. Like we need to get like the bums and, you know, like some other guy, you know, and we just got to take over the gym. We got to box them out, man. No, like just take over. Just take over. You know what like, you gotta do. You you got a nice, uh, like you're in a nice 
area of bowling where you got a nice little cul-de-sac there. Just put a hoop at the end of the cul-de-sac and play all your kids in the neighborhood. You could do that. Just gotta you gotta buy that. your own hoop. I might have to, man, because I'm getting I got squeezed out both last two times I was there, man. Uh, by a bunch of high schoolers, man. <laughs> Squeeze <Sucks>. out. <laughs> yeah, because it's just like a swarm of them just come over and just like shooting around, and then I take like I I go to grab like a drink of water and you know like at, on the side, and the next thing I know, there's like four of them just take over the hoop. <laughs> like you're like, getting you're getting bullied like in Step Brothers. Like they're are they yes! making you are they making you lick the white poop? No, they're not making me lick any poop yet. But the second I like I'll be shooting around. The second I go to grab like a drink of water or something, I'm like just I get squeezed out. They just take it over. Next thing you know, I turn around and there's like five of them like just running up and down. You, the- you know, you know what it sounds like. It sounds like like there's uneven uneven teams, and the last guy that get picked doesn't get to play. And Jason's like the last guy. They're like just hit the bricks. Yeah, and I mean like. I can't keep up with these. They're, you know, obviously they're more than half my age. I can't keep up yeah. with these. You know, I, I'm one, like, dribble away from blowing out a knee or something. You know, one juke away or something from ACL and <laughs> one crossover. I don't, I don't need. I don't. I don't need that kind of ju- bad juju in my life. But uh, I just yeah, imagine I might... like some like thirteen year old stepping over you, like Allen Iverson. <laughs> remember that? Just like just <laughs> stepping right over you. It, it it probably would come to that, man. I'd probably go for a shot or something, you know, fall down my old ass and then just get stepped over. You're getting dragged in the comments, my man. I this, know. Uh, the, 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 getting bullied by kids is a tough look. It, I, I will hey. go. You know what? I will go defend your honor, though. I'll, I'll go defend my mans. I'll, yeah. I'll go. I'll go play. You know what? The thing is. I'm going to be like like old school, like big country Reeves or Robert Tractor Trailer. I'm just going to get my fat ass and box him out. There's no That's way. That's what I'm saying. That's what we need. We need, a, just, we need a, like, just a big group of all of us just to take over a court, and then they have nowhere to go because they won't be able to bully us out. They all won't right. be able to take over that shit. It's me and you, Dougie. We got to go defend our mans. Yeah. yeah I, I, I can see that yeah, on one, the news. They, we get Johnny. <laughs> one look at Johnny, man. They'll fucking, they'll fucking shit their pants, man. Yeah. So, yeah, get one right. of that mustache. Put Fuck that it. in the agenda, Jason. The bums agenda. Bums agenda. All right, get Johnny. Jim, um, Jim takeover. Hey, it could happen. Uh, and I think I saw a comment from um, Zoe. I play in Lamont, so I, I'm pretty sure I mentioned that repeatedly. So. <laughs> uh, so, okay, so before we get to some sports talk here, uh, real quick, Whiskey at Kamiski. Peter, I want to pull that up real quick. Okay. Whiskey at Kimiski is next Saturday, 26th. We have our brand new Knob Creek bottle that we're going to be having there for everyone to try. If you haven't already got it, got your own. So there'll be some tastes going around. Um, and we might have a surprise if everything mm-hmm. falls into place. Uh, we might have another surprise for everyone on the 26th. Uh, so keep an eye out for on the socials for that announcement. Uh, me and Dougie will figure out what we're going to cook, uh, but Dougie's pulled pork was a hit, so we'll see what uh, he's got cooking up his sleeve again. But uh, please drop us your RSVPs. Uh, there's yeah. a Dylan C's bobblehead that day, so expect full full crowd as always for the bobbleheads. Maybe, maybe not this time. We'll see. But uh, usually it's a good crowd. Uh, 3 p.m. ish games at six, so get ready for a lot of bourbon, a lot of food, a lot of beers. Uh, it's going to be a good time. So make sure drop those RSVPs, people. And I have promised online I will be bringing some high-end tequila. You might be able to see it right over here. 
it's a box unopened um, for our man Beef Loaf. He felt left out with the bourbon, so I said, we're going to bring some fancy-ass tequila. Yeah. So, side, uh, move. side note, did you guys hear about the Dylan C's bobblehead? No. White Sox, fuck them kids. It's sponsored by Binnie's, so you got to be 21 or older to get it. Hell no yeah. shit. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. They I finally like did that. something right. I like did that. Right. Yeah. No, uh, no, no like bobbleheads for them kids. kids. Yeah. Yeah. Ah, uh, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, so we originally were gonna, you know, start with talking um Rick Hahn cesspool comments and all that, but then you know, the Sox who were the laughing stock of baseball and all that shit, the controversy and everything. Thank you, Wander Franco. Because we are not no. the focus is now off the White Sox. No. For the record, the Chicago sports bums are not thanking Wander Franco. Fuck that guy. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm in not uh, yeah, in like in, in optics terms. Mysterious. Yes, in optics yes. terms. I got you. Thank you. That's the word I was looking for. In optics terms. Thank you for uh drawing the attention away from the Sox for once. So we don't get to talk about Sox Cesspool. Maybe we'll talk about that a little later. Uh but yeah, man, that's a fucking shit show. Whew. All right, good thing we're we might suck, but we're move not it as dead as that. Yeah, move move it okay, move along. Uh, Bears, guys, that was a hell of a game on Saturday, wasn't it? Fucking Super Bowl, Super Bears. Are you guys ready for all the fucking overreactions that we're about to have for Week One preseason? Um, let's obviously start with Justin Fields, two touchdown passes, three passes, 129 yards, two touchdowns. Very, very. That's like that was Bears porn right there. That was sexy to see. Can't cancel me, Luke. I'm uncancelable. You can try, you can't do it. Yeah, I agree. All right. <laughs> so, guys, obviously, it, you know, there's a lot of a lot of people were talking shit about his air yards because apparently that's all the nerds are upset now and they're throwing out air yards. Air yards don't show up in the stat lines. Okay, it's how many completions, how many yards, how many touchdown passes. That's what you get. So all the Packer, you know, cry your tears. All your Packers fans cry your tears. Who gives a shit? Fucking Justin Fields looked, didn't hit it too. He scored, he made, he made the right plays to score and the guys got the yaks. So give me your, give me your overreactions guys. My first note was you can't keep moving the goalposts for Justin Fields. It's, you know, the haters are always going to hate. And we, you mentioned the Packers fans in the comments. Hub Arkish, shout out Bums in the Bleachers. They had their show earlier, and uh, Cousin John talked about Hub Arkish for a little bit, complaining yep. about Justin Fields. He's damned if he does, damned if he don't. You know, like, they're complaining last season about how he's always looking downfield, and no one was open at that time. This time, he's dinking and dunking, and they're complaining about that. It's like, you're not going to see this complaint when it's, Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes, all of last season, when they lost Tyreek Hill, dinked and dunked their way to a championship. You know, there, there was times 17, 21 plays, drives, dink and dunk however you want, and then it's a four-yard touchdown pass to Travis Kelsey. I'll take those every day of the week. You take whatever the defense gives you because when you dink and dunk and dink and dunk, then you pop the top off over the top, and you're going to see that, hopefully, I'm knocking on wood, we're going to see that in the regular season. So, yeah, dude, it sucks that, like, it's always something. There's always going to be people nitpicking about what Justin Fields does or doesn't do. 
he's just gonna have to shut him up because we're all in. We're all in on Justin Fields. We have been since last season. Um, I like it. I like it a lot. I like, um, obviously, like <laughs> basically first play of the game, the first down, first, first two drives that they did, first down on the first plays, and then those two, the, those two touchdown passes were were awesome. And like you mentioned, it's a lot of yak, but it's also a lot of offensive linemen downfield blocking. And that's what we want to see. Dougie, yeah. you want to see the big guys downfield moving people. And, and yep. that was what it was. I was watching the game. I worked. I listened to the game. Then I watched it later on Saturday. I was watching with Julie. Immediately, that's what I saw. You know, like Tevin Jenkins downfield moving people. That's what I'm excited about. Not only the touchdown passes and the 60-yard plays, because we didn't get any of those last year. We got two of them in the preseason game, and that's probably why we got the overreaction Super Bowl bound. We don't see this type of offense re- like at all, basically, in the history of the right. Chicago Bears. So, uh, yeah, are we overreacting? Of course. Like, that's what preseason is for. But I'm excited. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Dougie, before I let you get your take there, I just want to say about sure. the Yaks, no one complains when Tyreek Hill was running 75 yards and padding Patrick Mahomes' stats, right? Right. Patrick Mahomes throws for 450 yards. They don't go, well, Tyreek Hill did 200. No, it's Justin Field or it's Patrick Mahomes throwing for 450. Yeah, it counts. So when Justin Fields throws for 130, he threw for 130. I don't give a shit about air yards. Air yards is a fucking nerd stat, man. You don't you, you don't get that in fantasy football. You get total yards. It's you don't get that in the regular stat line. I don't fucking care about air yards. I care about yak. I'm a big yak guy, if you guys don't know that already. <laughs> All right. Dougie, go ahead. So, yeah, it's kind of hard not to be excited because, I mean, regardless if it's a preseason game or not, 294 days since we last saw the Bears win. 294 days. So we finally got to see a win. Yeah, last win was that against the Patriots, that which was, you know, a great win. Um, yeah, I the promising hope that I'd love to see was I did like seeing the screen passes and stuff like that, because that was some of the shit that they were, they were ranked really terribly on last year. They were like in the the high 30 mid thirties or whatever for teams. It, it was, you know, almost non-existent. And then they were also ranked super high on the long ball, which is just going to lead to disaster if you go straight long ball. So it was Really good to see that go. And then, I mean, icing on the cake, kiss the chef, DJ Moore, you know, first first uh, touch with uh, Fields just blows it the fuck up. Yes, I mean, dude. that that is, yeah, that's what every Bears fucking homer wanted to see, and we got to see it. So, yeah, that was awesome. Uh, the one thing that really troubles me is the special teams. The special teams, um, especially with Jones Jr., um, you know, in the five games that he played last year, he had three muff punts. And first one, you know, comes out of the gate. I think it was like six or seven yards or something like that. He returns it for second one, doesn't catch it for whatever reason, hops up high, you know, and then he tries catching it high instead of low and just fucking turns it over. I think if this dude isn't a third round pick and doesn't have the speed that he has, he's cut off a team already. He's gone. Like, you don't get that many opportunities. And the fact that they didn't put him back out there again, sure, maybe he was only supposed to go out there for two. But I don't know. I, I feel like they're already losing hope on this dude, which sucks because he is fast. And and he's also not tall enough to be a good wide receiver. So you can't really plug him in 
to the wide receiver spot. You got to do some like end arounds and some other bullshit just to get it, you know, get speed plays with them. So that was the only thing that like, I would love to see them start tightening up in these next couple games is the special teams. So, yeah, I, I want to say I've been out on Velas Jones since last season from the Minnesota game. I don't know why he was brought yeah. back. I understand. Okay. He's maybe he's got some speed. You want to see what he can do. Like you said, third round pick that might be, the sec the second worst move that Ryan Poles made, uh, maybe the first. I mean, you can go debate between the Claypool. We'll see what the Claypool actually. Um, uh oh, wait, wait for it. Hey, we did it. How's the basement, Johnny? Can you hear us? Oh no, oh no. All right, we'll we we'll give Johnny a second here oh. to get. We're good. We're good. We can hear you. Yeah, yeah. Say something. Let's go. We're live. All right. I'm going to keep talking here until Johnny gets. Right. We're going to get situated. We're going to. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I don't think he should have been brought back. I don't think he's. I personally think he's on the bubble after you got DJ Moore. You got more Claypool, Mooney, yeah. Pettis, you know. Economia more Brown. Yeah. You, you, mm-hmm. He's really like you're more like your sixth wide receiver right now. And. A yeah. piss poor one at that if he can't even return catch up and field a punt properly. So I think if he does that at least once or twice more, I think he's gonna be I think he's gonna be cut. I don't I don't need him on the team. I think we have plenty of other options we could do for special teams with kick and punt returns. Um yeah. So we've been really high on Ryan Poles and right rightfully so. After the shaky yeah. first month or two of the season or of his basically career with the with the Bears, he did everything right this will be an interesting test and again i'm going to reference bums in the bleachers because john mentioned it the fact of whether or not he gets cut because it's a third round pick at at this point you almost have to like cut your losses you know like you mentioned the depth is there he's not going to play in right at at wide receiver you mentioned the end arounds if anything Chase Claypool is an end-around guy. They did it oh, a yeah. lot his rookie year in Pittsburgh. So great success. If you're ever mm-hmm. going to get Chase Claypool involved, I think a lot of the end-around, a lot of the speed plays like that, he's a big body. He'll get you five yards quick. There's a He's got to get cut. Like, And I'm not saying has to because, you know, like it's a Ryan Poles problem at this point, but he shouldn't be seeing the field. He definitely shouldn't be you know, receiving punts anymore. No. Yeah. No. Um, so a couple of notes I got here. Number one, Tyreek Stevenson, man. He looks like a fucking dude. I think he's going to be the number two opposite Johnson. Um, and if worst case, he'll be your slot. He'll be your nickel cornerback. But um, he he looked fucking a stud. Uh, Kyler Gordon. He just came out hitting like it was fucking midseason already. A couple nice big hits on him. I love to see that. Um, and then Darnell Wright, first round pick. He was moving bodies, man. So oh, uh, that's what that's what we needed. So guys, I just gave you three guys. Give me your give me your takes on those. My 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 note was I'm all in on Darnell Wright. I like everything about yeah. this kid. Everything about him from training camp when that story came out that he basically did the wide receivers test in the uh the physical drills because he read the uh sheet wrong and he trained like a receiver all off season long and he passed that yeah. test and then when he, they gave him the <laughs> offensive line test he's like oh shit this was a lot easier that's the kind of guy we need not only that 
He's a mean dude. He's a mean dude that's going to protect Justin Fields. Um, so I'm all in. I, we said we're all in on Justin Fields last year. I'm all in on Darnell Wright. I like I like this kid a lot. I think uh, I think he has a bright future. And we talked about how Ryan Poles is able to rebuild the offensive line fairly quickly. He did it twice in Kansas City. He's an offensive line guy. He has history with that. Um, if this Darnell Wright pick pans out the way we we, we think is. That and Tevin Jenkins, like I mentioned last week, the second half of Tevin Jenkins last year, those are two mean motherfuckers that Justin Fields (laughs) is going to have protecting him. So I I dig it. I'm in. And Nate Davis didn't even play. Yeah, Nate Davis did not play. I I think that O-line looked good. They weren't full capacity, full strength, and they they were moving bodies in the run game and doing good blocks. So um, like what I'm seeing with the O-line so far, knock on wood, stay healthy. Uh, Go ahead. So, yeah, I was saying – Right now, it's all sunshine and rainbows. We have the title of Super Bowl bound. I do have one negative note, and it's that first drive of the Bears' defense with their the Titans' basically second-string offense drove right down the field. Drove I mean, we right didn't have down the field. Our, we didn't have all of they ours. Didn't ha- they didn't have all of their all of the all of our starters either. I know. But it was like shaky. And, and I mean, it's, you know, I, I know we want to be positive this early in the season, but it's something that might Eberflus is going to have to figure out. Yeah. Johnny, you win. Can you hear me? Hell yeah. yeah. All right. Hell yeah. Or man show back on track, man. Hope you got that water issue fixed. Yeah. Uh, my bum of the week is the fucking rain. All right. Hell yeah. <laughs> and I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't going to fucking drink, but I'm, this hell yeah oh yeah yeah we got angry johnny here now man and we say oh uh, we say oh oh, look at this he's taking a page out of dougie freshness yeah get the uh Mm. get the clock out dougie (laughs) look at this this. hell yeah johnny we hate the packers we like new glaris beer shout out new glaris moon man spotted cow good shit um all right dougie hit me with your takes real quick on uh stevenson gordon Darnell, what do you who do you like from San, San Yeah, Alpha? dude, I'm I I couldn't have said it any better than Peter did, uh, dude. I that was the one thing that when I went back and I relooked, uh, you know, on the because I ended up watching it on Sunday, uh, in bits and pieces, but that was that was my focus was uh just watching watching my big boy, and I was very happy, very happy. So I I've got nothing bad to say. All right. Cool. So Johnny, we'll catch, we'll let you take this one here since uh, you just joined us here. Uh, one of the questions I wanted to bring to you guys too, we'll let Johnny take this one. Khalil Herbert, you got the start, you got the touchdown. Rashawn Johnson, he looked like the future number one, the back. Johnny, we'll start it off. Who you got for the running back for the Bears? Is it going to be Rashawn taking it over eventually? Is it going to be Herbert all the way? What do you think? I mean, I would say Herbert since he has the NFL experience for right now. Um, you don't want to, you don't want to rush Johnson, uh, just because he had a one good, like preseason game. You know what I'm saying? Like, I just, I just feel that, you know, Herbert, when he was, when he was playing, uh, last year, I think he impressed a lot of us. I think that's why they got rid of, uh, Montgomery. So, um, as of right now, I, I would definitely say Herbert. Yeah. Yeah. News came out today that they gave Roshan Johnson first team reps today. And I think we mentioned it earlier. That's a good problem to have, the, the, especially in this day and age's NFL. Running back by committee is awesome. 
you, you know, especially if, if Dante Foreman's still going to be doing all of your receiving yards, you're going to have two fresh and capable running backs along with the rushing yards of Justin Fields. And that just goes to the dynamic offense that we're all expecting an offense we've never seen before, but it's something that is definitely a possibility with two really good running backs. Yeah. And the one thing I like about Roshan and scout said this when they, when he got drafted was that, you know, he breaks through tackles, he runs hard, he bounces off people, all that stuff, which is great for a running back. I just worry that when you bouncing off people and you're running through people, you're more prone to get injured. You know, you get a shoulder, you you know, something like that. So hopefully he gets a little more elusive, you know, and not just try to run through people because, I mean, Herbert's got, like, the good cuts and everything. Like, Herbert's got some moves, man. And uh, I, I think it's a good – yeah, I think it's a good one-two punch. And if Roshan is getting the ones and we'll see how they how they slot him uh, Saturday against uh, the Colts, um, it's going to be – I'm look really forward to that. Looking forward to that. So uh, let's hope that Justin Fields gets a good amount of reps in there. I mean, they gave him what, like ten snaps, twelve, fifteen snaps, something like that. Um, hopefully, he gets about the same or a little more. Because uh, I just want, I want more of it, man. I want more Bears porn, man. It's fun. It's fun to when you tweet me out the highlights and I post them to the Chicago Sports Bums account. It's just like everyone smiling it's good it's the complete opposite of what we've been going through with the chicago white Sox. you know yeah. we sit here and it's been complaints and, and negativity for the better part of half a year and now it's like the 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 switch has flipped and it's like fuck yeah i'm in i'm all in on football all in. Oh, yeah. yeah it's good stuff <laughs> um guys before we uh wrap the bears talk here any other bears takes or anything you want to Throw out there, Johnny. I know you kind of joined late, so anything you want to add before we uh, move on here? I thought that <clears throat> I thought that Bears game was in at nighttime. I didn't think it was in the afternoon. When I, I saw people the same thing. <laughs> yeah, when I saw when I saw that like everybody's putting touchdown, I'm like, like what the fuck's going on? I I, I seriously thought I've never seen actually I, I that I can remember. I've never seen them have a preseason game at twelve o'clock. Am I wrong or is that they did it last year too? Yeah, it's been oh, a recent oh, okay. of recent years. Yeah, the first oh, okay. one, the, right. the first preseason game at Soldier, only like, it, but it's only been like the first like this last three years. Yeah, gotcha. Yeah. All right. Uh, no, I mean, obviously everybody was excited about the first three drives uh, with Justin Fields. I'm sure you guys talked about it. So, um. But like I said, man, there's there's a couple like you know holes that that we have that we need to fix. So obviously, you know, let's see how they do in the next couple of games. But um, obviously, the real season starts uh, against the Packers. Yes, it does. All right, so let's uh, let's give you guys a rundown of what we have coming up. We we had the meeting, we worked out our schedules, so we talked about it last week. Uh, next Monday is our annual fantasy football spectacular. We're bringing back our fantasy football guy, John DeBarry, but we're also adding Dave Kluge, Kluge to the uh, mix here. Um, so we're going to be talking all things fantasy on Monday. Uh, we're also going to do a live Q&A from the uh, listeners, so you'll be able to comment in and do live Q&A. Also, we're going to do – it's not rate my cock, it's rate my draft. So send in – if you guys already did a draft on Yahoo or whatever, send us your, your lineup, and we'll have uh, John and Dave grade it. 
I'm going to give you a thumbs up, thumbs down. Go critique you. Don't get butt hurt. Um, but yeah, we got our two <laughs> fancy guys. And when we're talking all things, you know, rookies, bears, um, fantasy news, just everything you can possibly imagine and help you uh, win your fantasy football league. So make sure you join us for that next week. And we're also on um, September 3rd, oh, for, 4th, sorry, uh, Labor Day. We're going to have our Bears preseason uh, or season preview uh, with uh, the Hallis Huddle guys, uh, Rob Schwartz Jr. and Justin, I don't know his name. Justin Omiemi. Justin Omiemi. Yes. So Rob and Justin will be on. We'll talk in all things Bears on Labor Day evening, uh, giving us their predictions, the the roster as it finally gets constructed. So um, we'll be analyzing, we're doing our predictions for the rest of the NFL as well. And finally, on September 28th, we're going to do a little Battle of the Bums in a good old-fashioned spelling bee. Ooh. I'm excited about this. I'm going to win we that. All, I, we all know. I was, a, I was a, a second grade spelling bee champion. I think I'm going to win this one. We, so, uh, we talked my, about this. Are we doing, like, is it going to get progressively harder? Like, start at, like, fifth grade and go I get, Yeah, we could each round yeah, or can, something like that? We can do that. So my, uh, my lovely wife, she's going to be the moderator. She's going to be asking us the questions. Um, we're going to get only one strike, and we're out. So you can only get one, you can only get one, one wrong. We're not, we, we thought about doing three strikes, but then that would be a whole like 45 minute segment right there. Yeah, or it no. might be, or it One might strike. be five minutes. So we're, yeah. <laughs> we don't <me>. know. <laughs> so uh, we're going to do like, start like at fifth grade and then we're going to try to see how far we can go before the words get harder. But uh, battle the bums spelling bee uh, two weeks, 28th. Real quick uh, preview. Dougie, give me a uh, photosynthesis. Dude, I don't. Uh, <laughs> no, uh, dude, I'm fucking. I'm telling you, I am terrible at spelling. I've been terrible at spelling my entire life. Math, I can fucking school in math, but fucking. If anybody's ever texted me, you see how fucking goddamn illiterate I am. How I got so far in life is beyond me. I can read warning labels uh, just enough to not put eh, things where they shouldn't go. That's all I'm gonna say. <laughs> there so, you go. Fantasy. Yeah. He's spelling me. He punted on photos. Bears, Bears preview. Yeah, uh, we got a, we got a good three weeks of uh, shows lined up for you guys. Uh, so make sure you you join us there. Um, oh, now now <laughs> we got we have to pay. We have to pay Sarah. <laughs> I know what she's doing. She's she's gonna next next week. She's gonna say talk to my agent. Yeah, there's <laughs> nothing on that. There's nothing on our calendar, honey, for the 28th. You're you're free. So, um, all right. Uh, I want to. So one thing I want to talk to you guys about because i had a hot take and we all know that we're well at least i don't know about dougie but me and peter we're big taylor swift fans mm-hmm. you know and she she just had her johnny too sorry i, I couldn't i couldn't recall johnny is yeah no johnny is we're a no, pro swifty podcast yeah i don't know about dougie um but uh i don't hate her no okay so you know she had her big concert tour and i i have a take and I might get reamed for this. I might be on like old take, old takes exposed for this take, but I'm gonna say it anyways. I'm not taking anything and think taking anything away against Taylor, but I'm gonna go and say that in ten years time, Olivia Rodrigo is gonna be as big or as bigger star than Taylor Swift. You're an idiot. No, <laughs> you're an idiot. I don't, I don't think so. Wait, I'm sorry. Don't get me wrong. 
I'm all in on Olivia Rodrigo. I was all in on the first album. Driver's License was a banger. You yell it, yep. scream it in the car. The new album, Vampire, awesome song. Talk to Julie about it. No way. There's just no way. You can't replicate this. Taylor Swift's been doing the damn thing since she was like 14, 15 years old. And the fact that it's been so consistent. I know we're a Chicago sports podcast. You can compare it to LeBron James's career because they've never had slip-ups. They haven't had anything that, like, when you're that famous that early on, like, most of the time you fuck up. And the fact that she's just progressively gotten bigger and bigger and bigger to the point where this tour is, like, unprecedented what she's doing. Like, not only oh, yeah. selling box office records and, and, and ticket sales, Thousands of people standing outside of the stadium singing along and waiting and stuff like that. It's crazy. I just don't think Olivia Rodrigo could get to that level because it's a level we haven't seen before. Like people would say like, oh, yeah, like the when the Beatles first came and things like that. Obviously, we weren't around and things like that. But you're talking about like legendary, legendary artist. Okay. You're like I said, I might get, I might get creamed for that uh, for that take, but. She she drops she's been dropping some straight bangers, man. And the stuff that's coming off her new album already seems like it's pretty damn good so far. So I'm I'm just you get I know she doesn't have the discography yet, that discography yet that Taylor does. So I'm so I'm saying I'm giving it like 10 years time. Let's see how many albums she drops. See what, and if she keeps on throwing out stuff like this, I might say it might be, you know, like her and Taylor might just be like going at it back and forth. I, she's two for two. It's it's early in her career, you know. She's like a like if this were a, a Tom Brady now, maybe Olivia Rodrigo is Patrick Mahomes, you know, like early on got two two rings already. Um, I could see something like that going on, but uh, yeah, it's a good take, Jason. You might not be wrong, but I just don't see it getting to that point, you know, where it's like it's a freaking fever wherever she's at. Well. I think that I think Olivia's fever is going to start growing after this after this album, and like I said, we'll see what happens in the next couple of years. But I think her her stock's definitely shooting to the moon, and I am all team Olivia. So, well, yeah, see, she's she's following the Taylor route, like all her songs about like breakups and everything. She's got that blueprint yeah, already set. That that so. driver's license motherfucker, he got caught, man. Like that 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 guy, I don't even know his name. But he got dragged in that song. Everybody loved that song. That fuck that guy. Yeah. So, so I, she keeps. I don't even know who she is. Um, See, well, that's that's the well, thing right I'm, now. You know, everybody knows who Taylor Swift. Everybody knows who Taylor Swift is right now. Obviously, for rightfully so, since she's been doing it since she was fourteen, and she might be, you know, on the up and coming over here. But like when everybody in the world knows who Taylor Swift is, that's where she's gonna need to get to. Obviously, like I said, she's she's young in her career right now. But obviously, I don't I don't agree with you, Jason, because she's just it just seems that like Taylor Swift comes out with three albums every year, and they're all bangers. That's a, she every does pump time. out albums, man. She, yeah, she she pumps out albums at a ridiculous pace. Um, so yeah, I, that I that like might she, be the. Did you hear what she did with her uh, with the truck drivers that were on her tour? Yeah, she gave them like hundred grand each, right? Or, yeah, hundred, yeah, hundred grand each. 50, yeah, a hundred grand drivers. each and two hundred and fifty grand to like the main truck driver, the coordinator. 
Yeah, well, that shit, that's, that shit uh, goes uh, a long uh, way, man. That's fucking oh, awesome. Yeah, it does. Um, so in transitioning with the concert talk, I saw a lot of people were in town for Pink at Wrigley Field on Saturday. Uh, a lot of people on Instagram, Snapchat were posting, you know, stories about the, that. And I don't know if you guys saw the video of her flying mm-hmm. and, and everything like that. So obviously when she w- when she was in the air, she wasn't singing. I don't know what Johnny's laughing at here. Um, wasn't, wasn't, um, I'm sorry. I don't mean to stop you, but wasn't, um, Bruce Springsteen in concert as well, too. Yeah. He was, a, he was like the night before or the day before or something like that. Was it a Wrigley too? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought Bruce Springsteen was the one who was flying. I, was like, <laughs> I, 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 I had no idea that pink was in concert, man. I had no idea. Springsteen's like 75 years old, that makes, man. That's that makes, that, that makes total sense. Liability now. Right like, there. The I didn't even read the comment. I was just like, what the fuck is Bruce Springsteen going on? Like a, like a fucking sting <laughs> tour. Like I was all confused. Okay. That makes total sting sense. Sting the wrestler. Yeah. The sting the wrestler. So, not sting the police. Not sting the singer. Yeah. No, no. Oh, that's fucking funny. That, hey, this is that, was, my a, that was the thing that shocked me the most when I saw the video was that pink was relevant enough to, to sell out Wrigley or, host at Wrigley Field. Like I didn't I didn't even know she was like still doing things. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think so. I, I didn't know she was in chapter. Ricochet uh, sad. Yeah. Pink. Yeah. yeah. So I mean, my question to you guys. Yeah. So you saw when she saw when she was flying, she was the music was playing. Obviously she wasn't singing. And then we saw the thing with Cardi B a few weeks before when she threw the microphone. Obviously her music was playing in the background. Are you guys fans of now just going to concerts and having them just lip sync over their their music? Like it doesn't a lot of it now will be unless you go to like a a con, like a rock band or something. They're not singing their songs. It's just their tracks playing. And it it I don't me personally, I wouldn't want to pay money to go see Pink and then just have her songs that play on a regular album and not actual her singing. That's why Taylor Swift is the GOAT, baby. No backtrack. Oh, I know. I, I I know that. I'm just saying. It seems a lot like rappers and more pop stars. They do this more often now, and it sucks. The mm-hmm. pop stars, I get, because half the time you're dancing. You're it, it, it's like a whole goddamn show. The rappers doing it is bullshit. Like, you know, like just just rap. Yeah. Here, here's my thing. This is why I don't go to rap concerts. I like rap. Dude, I don't need to hear fucking 31 of his other goddamn friends with microphones fucking singing and saying shit over over what the fucking guy that I came to see is fucking singing. It's like a goddamn entourage on every fucking stage. It's fucking terrible. I I, I just I stopped going to fucking rock con- or rap concerts a long time ago. That's yeah, just give me good, just that. give me good old-fashioned like rock concert man, like fucking no. like the last year when i went to rage against the machine that wasn't over a track that wasn't over a track man that was so that was zach yeah i forgot who it was i saw this it was recent maybe like two weeks ago there was a lead singer that couldn't finish it might have even been like nickelback or some bullshit but there's a lead singer like apologizing like he messed up his vocal cords he's like i can't finish the song or I can't finish. 
will you guys be okay with us playing and everyone sing along? At that point, I think that's cool. I think that's a cool experience. You know, like instead of him being like, hey, man, I'm out. Cancel the rest of the show. You all paid money to see it. Like it sucks that he can't finish. But at least it's an experience you're not going to forget. Almost like, I, I mean, it's different than Zach De La Rocha breaking his leg and keeping go, keep going or like Dave Grohl keep going. Yeah. But if if in that scenario, you know, it's like, hey, man, I can't do it, but we're all here. Let's might as well just belt them out, belt them out together. That's kind of cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So I just I just saw that and I saw the video when she was flying and her song was playing. I was like. Man, I, it, it's cool to watch that visual. It's good in like Instagram stuff, but like, I want to hear. I want to hear her sing, but I want to hear anyone sing, for that matter, not just Pink. But I want to hear anyone sing when I go to a concert. Um, all right, I got a another story that I saw last week. Um, this was Friday, I believe, and I was like, all right, I'm gonna save it for the bumcast on Monday. Um, I don't know if you guys heard this, um, but there was. A um, Austrian uh, supermarket um, <laughs> had to close down because there was a spider that they found a spider in a box. And if you get bit, it caused an hours long erection. And my first thought was, where can I find the spider? <laughs> <laughs> Fucking Peter Parker over here. Bon- Boner yeah, man. So. Um, it's the Brazilian wandering spider. Um, it's about four inches long and it Damn. says when you get bit, it can, it can cause, um, hypothermia, blurred vision and convulsions. However, in most cases you get an hours long erection. So would you guys take a spider bite <laughs> knowing the risks and the pros and cons for it? Oh, I had a good, I had a good, uh, I had a good. <laughs> Banner for this boner bite. <laughs> the first, the one banner you make for the show is boner bite. I love boner it. Bite. <laughs> I love it. Um, Jason, what the fuck are you gonna do for the other fifty-five minutes? <laughs> <laughs> but if I have hours long erection, now you just keep going, baby. Re- reload like a like Call of Duty. I mean, eventually, it's, it's you have an hours long erection. You're just gonna be <laughs> shooting blanks and just like puffs of smoke coming out <laughs> like fucking condensed milk <laughs> yeah but if it doesn't if it if it if it just hours long man you just keep you know just just win baby that's, <laughs> that's all you now i'm gonna be like uh uncle ben jason with with great power comes great responsibility <laughs> like, i don't know if you're we're i don't know if four 40 year old men are ready for an hour long well so apparently again, this writer the spider is used to help treat erectile dysfunction. So I guess they extract some of the venom and they use it to help fight impotency. Um, I mean, obviously, if you got bit by the spider, you're out in the grocery store. First off, you better hope you're not wearing like gray sweatpants or anything. So you get bit by the spider. You're calling your wife. Big hey, Let's go get home from work right now. I'm on my way. Turn, close the curtains. Lock the doors. You know you know what we need to do? This idea just popped in. We need to start fucking breeding these spiders, selling them, funding our tailgates. Hell yeah, Dougie. Now we're thinking. We're we're ideas, guys. We're looking for sponsors. Frank Thomas has got the new Genics. Shout out Sam yes. Reeves in the comment and, and the all sports scene getting sponsored by New Genics and then 
Um, yeah. we're gonna get <laughs> we're gonna get that uh spider spider bite sponsorship. Yeah, yeah. Get that out. Can't uh can't keep an hours long erection. Well, we got the solution for you. The Brazilian wandering spider. One bite gives you an hours long erection and it'll help you help you satisfy your wife so she won't leave you. That's a great <laughs> ad, Jason. <laughs> now we just need a little bit of music behind it and we're good to go. It's a little little porn music, fucking, you know. Fucking spiders like I'm tired of biting these motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> I got no more venom left, man. What the fuck, dude? Come on. I need I need time to recharge, man. I'm all out of venom. Shit. <laughs> Just come on, just one more hour. Just give me one more hour. <laughs> give me, give me a drop, man. You got a little, just a, anything you got, anything you got. Can you give me twenty. Can you give me twenty? Yeah, right, exactly. You got a half a bite for thirty. Fuck it, hot out there in these streets, man. <laughs> oh, no pun intended. Uh, all right, um, I'm done with my nonsense stuff, Peter. You had some stuff you wanted to talk about. Well. Shout out Father Zoe in the comments. He had this tweet out earlier, and I clipped it. So when I was a kid, like 14, 15, my cousin got married, and I was an usher. The gift she gave all the guys in the wedding were these wallets with our initials on them. Fast forward to today, and the wallet is finally falling apart. Anyone have suggestions on a new one? That got me thinking for a while, because... I ended up FaceTiming my brother-in-law, Billy. Shout out, Billy. Because um, he's about a decade younger than me. And I was like, are we the last generation to fucking carry around the Costanza wallet? Because I got it. Like, my wallet, I mean, it's not as fat right now. Probably because of my kids. But it's just still the brown <laughs> wallet. It's I got my everything in there. I got bum stickers in here that I post on... <laughs> Porta, porta potties and, got any and bathrooms. I put I put on the Rico Benny's bathroom. I got yeah. I got I got like a like I just carry a fucking fat ass wallet. Um, I know Johnny, you've been a Costanza wallet guy. Do you still have it? Oh yeah, I think this is my third uh, third one since uh, in my twenties. So yeah, so yeah. can you That's, show, it? Can I, you show I, us I your wallet? It, yeah. Right? Yeah, well, I don't. Well, I would have to go get it, but yeah, it's about it's about the same size, like as Peter's. It might be a little bit bigger than that. Let's got a little more ham in it. Um, yeah, I've yeah. had this. I've had this wallet since we lived together, Johnny. It's probably more than a decade old, and it's been oh, through yeah. war. It's got some dings and you know, like it's it's been beat up, but it's like I'm gonna I'm gonna have that wallet until the wheels fall off. And then I I knew Jason was always a money clip guy, right? Like I I like we've we've known each other for long. You're you're simple and easy. It, it used to it used to have money in it until I just decided that like everywhere's cashless now and I stopped carrying cash around. So now it's just credit cards and like Costco membership and Cooper's Hawk. Um so yeah, it, I used to carry cash. I was always a money clip guy because it, it's always nice when you unfold the money clip and you just like roll out the stuff well they used they're not hundreds they were never hundreds they were like they were like tens they're tens you were all the tens at the you know and try to impress people like yeah look at look at these who is who are you impressing with tens at least (laughs) 20s you know i had 20s but you know then you get to the tens and you know it was never it was never hundreds i'm not that rich dougie are you a costanza wallet guy 
Uh, not entirely. It's still a wallet like guy, a, right? Yeah, it's it's a wallet, but it has like a money clip in the middle, but no money. Uh, actually, the only currency that I have in my wallet is five dollars Comiskey cash. <laughs> yeah, all my all my and, money is tied up in Kohl's yeah. cash and Starbucks bucks. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, everything is like either like food punch cards or uh, yeah, free sangria or something. Yeah, that's nothing of value. Yeah, I was just wondering, like, because, like, we're kind of like the last generation. I imagine, like, everyone younger than us are just, you know, tap on your phone, pay through your yeah. phone. I know I see people with like the the wallets on their phone where it's just basically credit cards and things like that. Are we, are like, are we the last generation of like Costanza wallets? Basically, not only that, that reference is twenty years old too. I don't even know if people understand the Costanza wallet <laughs> reference. Yeah. Yeah, Seinfeld's right. been off the air for 25 years, man. It's still Shit. on TVS and stuff. I know, yeah. Um, yeah, I don't I don't carry cash on me anymore. Like you said, I've I've been a money clip guy for about 10, 15 years now. It's been a long time. I've got I stopped carrying a wallet many mm -hmm. years ago. Um it does suck though, like when you need to like tip someone like a valet or someone at a bar or something. Um so I I do wish I did carry some small cash on me, and I always get mad at Sarah that she doesn't carry any cash in her. What do you mean you don't have a $10 <laughs> bill on you? Like, come on. She don't carry cash. She don't carry cash either. So, um, but yeah, it, but nowadays, if you don't, if you want to tip someone, it's like, Hey dude, what's your Venmo? You know? And then yeah. there you go. Do you do that to like waiters? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Well, if so, like if we go to um, Cooper sock and we do like the, the wine tasting and the, the tasting room, I always want to tip them, but I never have any cash. You don't have a bill. So, there's a girl that we always go to in uh, Downers Grove, and I just Venmo her, you know, money every time after we after we do a tasting. I've never thought to even ask, like, what's your Venmo? That's a good or, idea. Can I can I, can I sell you? Yeah, dude. I mean, everyone, I everyone I who's about that. Yeah. 10, 15 years older, younger than me, anyways, has has something, you know. And if you immediately say cash at me, I'm gonna say go fuck yourself because I'm not gonna cash at anyone. That's, you know. It seems like a scam to me, but it's Venmo or Zell, like off the bat. Yeah, yeah, you know, it makes sense. But yeah, just yeah. Zell, Zell, you could look like the creepy old man, and be like, "Hey, what's your cell phone number? I need to send you a tip." You know, <laughs> well, like, the thing is, what with Venmo now, you sometimes you do need to know the last four numbers of the yep. person's, you know, yeah. who you're saying it to. Uh, but that's why I like if you know someone, it's just quick Zell or anything. Yeah. Also, never leave the house with your BD forty. Very, that's, uh, very good, very good advice. Words to live by. Peter, I'm with Zoe. Like Peter, even like Peter the, the leaves out of the. Go I was going to say you leave out of the house all the time without it. You just take it off the fucking shelf. <laughs> yeah, that's true too. I find it wherever I need it. No, I'm with uh, I'm with Zoe. Like, it's tough. Like even like the the first whiskey excuse of the season. I'm like, oh. Let me go run to the ATM real quick to grab some cash. I knew Comiskey is cashless. I knew I knew Sox Park is cashless, and I'm like, I still gotta go get like you know at least a couple twenties. Um, so yeah, it, I mean it just. Oh, but always, yeah, cool. just remember keep that in mind. If you ever need to tip someone, always ask for the Zell or Vemno. They most no, that's smart. Have... I I never even thought about doing it that way. Yeah. All right, Peter, you have one more question for us. Yeah, this has been trending kind of all over the internet. I first saw it on TikTok, and then it was on Twitter. So people were asking about your 
basically your last meal. What would your last meal be? And this was, uh, it started by uh, Post Malone TikTok. So this is what it is. My last meal would be mozzarella sticks and garlic knots with a side of marinara sauce and raising canes chicken tenders, stuffed crust pizza and chicken parm, filet mignon with teriyaki sauce and spicy ramen with a glass of my Maison Number no. Nine wine, then frosted flake cereal and chocolate chip cookies for dessert. Can't eat all fucking that. What the fuck? Besi- besides the filet mignon, Post Malone is like an eighth grader on spring on summer break, like ramen and pizzas and raising canes. And we're like, what in the fuck was that? No, I, if, you're, if, if you're if that's like your last meal for like when you're going to like death row or something like you're just going to have a fucking blowout after you flatline, man. Well, yeah, dude, it's your last meal. Who cares? Like I, if it's your last meal, for the which I like. Janitor. Yeah, I guess the janitor is catching some strays, but yeah, at this point, it's not your problem. You're dead. <laughs> um, so my oh, question yeah. is, what would your last meal be? And I'll start it first while you guys think about it. Yeah, and I just gave, I just gave Post Malone shit, but I'm gonna start off with my appetizer, and it's good old Hooters wings. Shout out Hooters. They follow me on Twitter. I love them. Um, there's better wings in the Chicagoland area. But you can always just go for a quick 10 Hooters wings. So that's what I'm going to start with. Then after that, I'm going to go with a couple two tree Pacos tacos. They're my favorite tacos ever in life. Um, I talk about it all the time. So then I'm going to go Pacos tacos. Then I'm going to start getting a little fancy. Me and Julie have been to Vegas a couple times. It's not there anymore. But Bobby Flay's Mesa Grill used to have uh, this 16 spice chicken that. You can only get so fancy with chicken. This chicken was freaking crazy. It was so goddamn good. Um, so I would go with that. I, basically, I'm on death row. I'm going to make Bobby Flay make me some chicken. <laughs> um, <laughs> then just a good steak. I don't care if it's from Chicago Cut or, you know, like Bavette's or Longman and Eagle. Like, what? I don't give a fuck. Just give me a good steak. And then for dessert... We talked about this way, way in like the early days of the podcast, Jason. I'm going to go with a now discontinued, but hopefully they still bring it back, a Chaco Taco. That's going to be my dessert. I need need the Chaco Taco back in my life, especially after I'm dead. Okay. That's good. Um, I think I would start off with some taco, like a taco platter, obviously. That would be my appetizer. Then maybe I'm gonna go with some a side with the side of 50-50 wings. And then I'm gonna go extra and say, give me a slab of Robinson or of uh, rendezvous ribs from Memphis. Just give okay. me all that. I didn't even think to go like I guess I went to Vegas, but yeah. Yeah. That's a good call. So I'm going to say some rendezvous ribs. And I'm going to say I want a nice bottle of, like, Pappy to wash it down with. Or some BTAC or something, whatever they can get their hands on. I forgot. <laughs> I wrote mine down. I'm not going with any of that fancy shit. I'm going with the Knob Creek Single Barrel 9 <laughs> available at CD Discount Liquors. Plug, plug. Um, and then I'll probably wrap it up with a chocolate shake from uh from Gertie's. 
Ooh, Gertie's, yeah. You might as well, while you're there, you might as well get some Lindy's chili. Get some Lindy's chili? Just I mean, you're there. Some loaded some loaded uh, nachos as well. That probably right. might. The main course would definitely be the uh, the ribs from Rendezvous in Memphis. If you've ever been down to Memphis, I highly recommend checking out Rendezvous Ribs, one of my favorite spots. I dig it. Uh, what do you guys, Dougie, Johnny, you got anything? Johnny, you want to go or you want me to go? I got a long list. I just did this right now and I, I know exactly what I want to say. So go ahead. Okay. All right. So yes, I, I have a long list too, or not super long, but, um, cause I was basing it off of like just eating everything kind of like one scoop there, one scoop there, you know, like kind of doing that. Um, so, uh, for an appetizer, I'm going uh, jumbo prawns, shrimp cocktail style, um, a lobster bisque with uh, red lobster cheddar bay biscuits. And then uh, I'm also going to do, and I, I don't know, you guys can tell me what the name of it is, but in, it's the thing you get in Mexican restaurants. It's not ceviche, but it's the one that kind of comes in like a Bloody Mary mix with like diced up avocado and uh, onion and shrimp. What is that called? Just like shrimp cocktail? No, it's it's there's some name that I can't pronounce. It's like I said, it's got like Bloody Mary mix. It's like diced up shrimp, um, avocado, onion. It's a it's a cocktail de camarón. Oh yeah, you, I'm gonna say that. <laughs> yeah, that fucking rolled off your tongue. Yeah, I it was not about to butcher that, but yes, I absolutely love that. Um, I would do some pork belly burnt ends, um, and then for dessert. Uh, oatmeal raisin cookies and uh, some key lime pie. Nice. All right, Johnny, hit us with this long list because one thing is we know in this life: death, taxes, and Johnny Hungy. Johnny Hungy. <laughs> yes. I first I thought that Post Malone was ridiculous having this laundry list of, of food, but you know what? It's your last meal, so you're obviously you want to go out with the bang. So I, I had to think about that for a second. So, um. We talked about steak, so I, I do love Chicago Cut. Um, I love the ribeye over there, so I would definitely have uh, a steak for Chicago Cut. Uh, Portillo's Italian beef. I, I would definitely have an Italian beef before I before I hit the hay. Um, the original home run in on, on 31st, not the ones that are in the suburbs or anything like that. I'm talking about the original one where I went there as a kid. It smelled like cigarettes. Beer and pizza when you walked in. So the original home run in. Uh Rhodes Buds on Taylor Street, uh chicken parmesan sandwich. Um fucking phenomenal. I, I yeah. if you've never been there before, I highly recommend it. Um, and right across the street from that Rosebuds is the patio. I would get a hot dog over there. I love their hot dogs. Um, Rico Benny's breaded steak sandwich. I, I, you know, I got to go with the neighborhood favorite, so I'm definitely not going to leave Earth without having one last meal without that. Uh, wings, Hawkeyes, I'm still a favorite from Hawkeyes Wings. I, I, I absolutely love them. Mario's Italian Ice, um, I, I would have Italian Ice before I leave as a little like dessert. You could have just done a tour of Taylor Street. Shut up, <laughs> it's my list. Shut up. And then the last just, one, just I, I will, I, I will say one, I will say one thing though. Um, I will say one thing. Uh, I was kind of on the fence about Paco's Tacos. We were talking about tacos a long time ago. We had this whole list about tacos, favorite places, and all that. Um, I did try it um, again. I gave it another chance, 
And I would say their, their tacos uh, before I go, I have to have something Mexican. If I really, if I really was, if I truly really was, if my, my Aulita, my Argot uh, grandmother was still around, my last meal would probably be her, her, her lunch that every time we would go would, would be the eggs, the, the sunny side up and the uh, chicharron with the salsa yeah. and then the beans. That would probably, be, that would probably be the, I would say Mexican wise would be my last meal. But like I said, she is rest in peace. Um, she's no longer with us. So um, like I said, I, I would go with the Paco's tacos. Okay. Yeah. Good list. And maybe just douse all your food with some Taco Bell packets. Too. <laughs> never, never no, thank you. Oh, you, just, you, just, you just keep those yeah. things on you, huh? Yeah. You never know. You <laughs> never know when you're going to need Taco Bell. Packets. <laughs> he, he, um, hey, he has them in, those, in his wallet. Yeah. I keep, I keep, <laughs> keep in my money clip, man. In case you never need a packet of hot sauce, uh, I thought I, I thought when you did your last meal, it was like you could get whatever you wanted. I thought I read something that now they cap it at like twenty or thirty bucks or something. I don't know if that's true. I, I have to I have to look it up, but I, I thought I read someplace that they they don't give you whatever you want anymore. It has to it's it, there's a limit to it. It has to be like in the area or something. I mean. Probably rightfully so, you know, like all the taxpayer money going to these (laughs) Bobby Flays and Tufanos in the comments and we're flying out ribs from Memphis. Yeah, just give me a couple of Tufanos. That's a good spot, too. Just give me a couple a couple of Paco's tacos. 30 bucks will get you a long way. So hold on. Beef just said no cash, but Taco Bell sauce packets. What the fuck? So Friday, I actually had Taco Bell for lunch because I wanted to try their new shredded beef tacos like their you know like their take on the quesabiria you know taco they um, quesabirias so, at taco bell now it's a it's their their version of it yes and you get like a couple dipping sauces <laughs> with it you get like a I, red I sauce and a natural cheese sauce so i went to i went to taco bell on friday and then that night i had the footlong spicy hot dog at the game i finally feel better for come monday <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I should have had that picture ready because that was a good one. Yeah, shout out, shout out, my sock summer for ca- catcher, yeah. capturing my uh, most glorious moment and sign up for my OnlyFans coming soon. Uh, <laughs> just me downing case meats for your entertainment. Hell yeah! I get that spider bite to keep that fur. Yeah, right. All right, all right. Send the bum some people, guys. I think he's a bum. I think he's an absolute bum. Because you're training like a damn bum, you know that? Bum. A bum. A bum. Uh, you know, it's funny. So, on Bums in the Bleachers earlier, uh, Cousin John, the Dram Daddy, he uh, basically bummed uh, Halbarkish. And when I saw those comments from Hub basically downplaying Justin Fields' performance on Sunday... I didn't, but I was close to re- to quote tweeting that and say, saying Aaron Rodgers was right. Yeah, you know what? I, but I, I did it because I didn't want to give that motherfucker any, you know, credit. <laughs> but he was right. That, I mean, Hub Arkish is a bum. He's an absolute bum. Yeah. Um. All right. I don't have any MVBs. I'll start it off. I only ha- I have two bums. My first one is the White Sox pettiness. Uh, for basically what they did to Middleton with 
the scoreboard <laughs> and then they kicked his kids out of daycare. They just recon in the media saying, you know, oh yeah, he was unprofessional, this and this. It's just Sox pettiness was at all time high um, this Petty week. Kings. Uh, and then obviously him with the cesspool comment and everything. I mean, obviously he's he's a little butthurt because we keep criticizing what a terrible job he's doing from, and he's reading all of our comments on his little burner account, whatever. He doesn't want to doesn't want to face the music himself. I mean, come on, put your face to it, man. You know, mm-hmm. let's let us tag you. You know, but uh, yeah, Sox pettiness is my um, my first. What a bum! I know, Peter. You said you wanted to talk about something. You had a well, more. I mean, we got the shirt out there. Might as well buy a cesspool shirt before the uh, season ends. Wear it to the games, wear the Jerry the Clown shirt to the games, all that fun stuff. Uh, But it was more the fact that he's admitting that he's got, you know, I talked last week about T.A. having Twitter fingers. Rick Hahn's got the Twitter ears. He's got the antennas up. He's got the rabbit ears up. He's listening to people's comments. He's listening to the negativity on Twitter. For a GM to admit that is fucking crazy. Like, you know, like, stay off of social media, you dummy. Yeah. Right. Um. Sorry. I actually I forgot to tell you guys this. So Julie said, "Yeah, at the game on Friday, Alexis basically said that. Oh, I'm going to be your MVB this week because I we got Missy to uh get to wake her up and send her back the tickets that I previously sent to her, and then I needed them back for Praz's friend. So it's a whole big thing. Yeah. Whatever. So yes, MVBs. Thank you for helping me out and waking Missy up. Um. But my my main uh, what a bum this week is Mark Termel. And you guys are gonna say who the fuck is Mark Termel? And I'm gonna show you. And it's a I got a video clip here. I'm gonna share. Uh, it's about 45 seconds long, so bear with me. He's the creator of NBA Jam, and apparently 30 years later, this motherfucker still owns, still has a big grudge. So. I grew up in Michigan, so I'm a big uh, Detroit Pistons fan. Uh, so they had all these kind of techniques to contain Jordan. Uh, and then he just surpassed and he just got over the hump. And so I was uh, unhappy with uh, what had happened to the, to the Pistons. Uh, and so that was my only way to kind of get even or to get back to make a difference. Uh, and so in the game, if the Bulls are ever playing the Pistons, uh, it's in the last five seconds of the match. Uh, if the Bulls take a shot that will win or tie the score, then I throw up a threat. So there's actual code in there that uh, prevents them from uh, winning that type of a matchup. That motherfucker is that holding was holding a grudge so bad against the Bulls. Wow. I respect it. He built code in NBA Jam that prevents the Bulls from winning. I kind of respect it, but also fuck that guy for I don't know how many wow. times I probably could have lost. I it, going back and now thinking about this, like how many times I probably lost against the Pistons in the last few seconds of a game. No, because ain't nobody playing with the Pistons. That's the thing. Who the fuck's gonna play with Detroit unless you're playing the computer? And if you're playing the That's computer, true. you're beating them by twenty. That's a good point. Very good point. Um, I, I I I respect the pettiness. Like if if yeah. the shoe was on the other foot, I would appreciate that. 
yeah. So uh, Mark Tremel, he is my uh, he's my bum of the week there. I like that. All right. Uh, go ahead, Dougie. How did he keep that secret for so long? <laughs> I mean, I mean, wow. Touche. All right. Um, so I'm going to start off with my MVB. My MVB is uh, my buddy Teddy, um, who was working the uh, Taste of Elmwood Park. Um, he always takes care of us and the family when we go there. Uh, took care of me a little bit too much. Uh, didn't make it to the game on Sunday, thanks to him. Uh, so MVB goes out to him. Um, I have uh, two bums, and I'm going to start with... Uh, I went to... On Saturday, I went to the Mascot Hall of Fame. Okay? And uh, this it's a kid's mascot in Whiting, uh, Whiting, Indiana, uh, somewhere in Indiana. Whiting, yeah, yep. And so it has three different levels. Okay, so we were on the third level uh, with the stroller. My uh, son was sleeping in the stroller, and uh, the fire alarm goes off in the building. So when the fire alarm goes off, all the elevators don't work. So he's sleeping in the stroller. So I had to carry the stroller down three flights of stairs down to the floor, you know, down to the main floor to get him out of the thing. The bum is the guy that gets in my way, reminds me that the elevator isn't working, and every step I take goes, ooh, careful, ooh, careful. <laughs> Finally, and you could ask Mary, I didn't give a shit. I was like, dude, shut the fuck up and get out of my way. And I, he got the point then because he turned around, went down the thing. I felt bad because there was a ton of kids around me, but I'm carrying this freaking stroller and it's not a cheap stroller. It's a fucking heavy fucking stroller with a car seat in it. It's heavy as shit. And I'm getting play by play from some dude each step. So fuck him. He's a bum. I don't know what his name is, but I never saw him again. Probably was like, piss this dude off. I better just leave. So, but like, I know like parents now they have like the big giant strollers, but I was just got to bring back the old school 70s collapsible ones, man. That were just like, no, no, those things were pieces of shit, man. Those yeah. things fucking always got a janky ass wheel. Like, even if it's just right. one blade of grass, it's not rolling right. Those little yep. accordion strollers suck. No, thank you. Yeah, <laughs> this bitch, this bitch goes through sand. That's how yeah. good this thing yeah. is. Yeah, hell yeah. Yeah, all right, Johnny, you're up. I got one more bum. Oh, sorry, sorry. No, it's okay. So, another bum. Colin Cowherd, uh, not because of what you would think, you know, he's always on Aaron Rodgers nuts. I fucking hate that. LeBron James too. He is all over their nuts, but because of this. 20 guys who are not getting to a Super Bowl and certainly not winning it. And that's everybody else from Baker Mayfield, uh, Teddy Bridgewater, uh, Dwayne Haskins, guys, guys that are just not that, that they're, they're yeah, that it says can win Super Bowls. It can't. Can't win Super Bowls. Okay? So six stars, four high-end starters, and 20 guys. This, this fucking guy just put Dwayne Haskins on his fucking list. The dude died last year. What a fucking asshole. Someone got fired. So, I mean, no, someone got fired. I mean, like. Well, you're going to say. Inter wow, no. I Pre-show, I said technically he wasn't wrong, but <laughs> right. But I, mean, I don't like Colin Howard, so I don't want to give him any credit. Yeah, yeah. No, it was just like 
yeah, how to, and then for him to actually say it out loud and then like not say anything, you know, like he is a guy that gets, he knows the dude's fucking dead. Unless, unless he's just a robot with a fucking earpiece and just, you know, throws out fucking names because somebody put it in front of his face. You know, is he fucking uh, Anchorman? You know, stay classy, San Diego. Go fuck yourself. You know, like, seriously, that's fucked up. <laughs> Media Bologna Club. Bologna Club needs to come back, Peter. Yeah, that come once a year, some t- typically in 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 March. <laughs> All right, Johnny, you're up. I already told you what my bum was. It was the rain. Okay, the rain. Yeah, the rain. Oh, the I mean, rain. Obviously, yeah, like the rain. I uh, the, I don't know if you guys told everybody the reason we why did. I was a little late, but you know, yeah, okay. basement flooded. Um, I got two uh. Uh, MVBs. Uh, one of them is my buddy Armand. Um, I was on a boat on Saturday, and I haven't been on a boat in a long ass time. Obviously, I was I was I was putting so many Instagram stories up on there. I had a blast. I had a really good blast. It, it was it was fun. Um, it was beautiful weather as well too. So I like I said I I had a blast that that whole time. It was it was his birthday as well too. So um just you know all around just just had a great time. So uh MVB my my buddy there Armand and then um also um I got to thank everybody. I'm pretty sure you guys mentioned it as well too. Uh but um thanking everybody who's who's been buying like our bottles like the the bourbon just everything yep. like i mean i mean once again i mean i i we appreciate you guys buying everything I, we've been doing really well i actually have been uh, jason set the list of how many bottles we, we've had um i'm not saying who, who's in the lead of like who's oh selling, yeah but... we got a little inside information <laughs> of who of between the but um but no, no, I mean, yeah. but I mean, but overall, I mean, like, like I said, I mean, we all thank everybody who's been buying it. Like, obviously, we still got more um, at CD Liquors as well, too. So we really appreciate it. Um, so, uh, again, just thank you. Thank everybody for for buying it. So Johnny's moving bottles like they're fucking world finest candy. They, they are. Finest chocolate candy. He's going to be in lot B next week. Like the kids with the chocolate bars. He's just going to be shelling <laughs> whiskey bottles. <laughs> Yeah, my team. I'm still not right. done yet. But <laughs> yeah, team. Peter, take us home. Um, a quick bomb and MVB because um, so I love like the inside of sports media and like basically what we do, but on a bigger scale. Um, the Aju today was must listen to. They had he had Tony from on Tap Sports and they talked about like the beginning of how they got into it and all that stuff. So I would. Listen to that. Yep. Penn National is my bum of the week. Dave Pornoy is my MVP. You guys could think what you want about Barstool, but he made out like a bandit. Um, so if you guys don't know, Penn National, the gaming company, casino owners, bought, basically sold Barstool back to Dave Pornoy for a dollar after originally buying it for up to $606 million. And now they're going to write it off as a loss because of taxes and all that stuff. But they basically wanted to get with get in bed with ESPN and start ESPN Bets. ESPN is a huge company, but they're already so far behind chasing the DraftKings and the FanDuel's of the world. And what, especially for sports gambling, it's like, 
Penn National never gave out the best odds. If you went on Barstool Sportsbook, their odds were shittier than Bet Rivers, than FanDuel, than DraftKings. And as much as we're fans of, or I, I mean, I'll admit it, I'm a big fan of Barstool. As long as, as much, as long as we're big fans of Barstool, it didn't matter who. I, I want the best odds possible, and they just never mm-hmm. had them. Their giveaways were shit. Like, I don't think that's gonna change with ESPN. The fact that they bought barstool sold it back for a dollar and he comes out like a bandit it's crazy and so people are saying like well whenever he sells again penn national gets 50 percent of all those profits he's already said he's never selling again that company is going to his family and or he's talked about big cat and his kids or kfc and his kids like they're never selling again because they don't have to Second point, they're like, well, they have a non-compete where they can't talk about sports gambling or they can't promote sports gambling unless it's with Penn, and they're probably not going to do that because of ESPN. So they're out of the sports gambling market for the time being because of the non-compete. They're so, and that was a big part of their their revenue, basically. Immediately, they post like a YouTube video that they couldn't post because of Penn National. They're going to get into the weed game. I know that for a fact. They're going to get into the weed game. They're going to get into anything they can. They've already got like the booze and, and like the transfusions with four and the bar now, like bar, stuff like that. They're not going to be hurting for the, the, the revenue from Penn National because they're going to find it other ways. So it was just really interesting. Last week, I was reading all about it and listening to the podcast <laughs> and the YouTube videos and things like that. So, uh, that's like a little bit of like, I'm just really into that kind of stuff. Um, but my final bum of the week, I told a story a couple months ago about a disappointing bourbon that uh, Tom and Pappy Van Winkle and things like that. Um, I had a really tough week. Shout out Julie. Julie had probably a tougher week than it. We've had kids that were sick. I was sick. Julie's been sick. We've, it's, I was at work. Work's been a bear. I had a really bad Friday. A really, really bad Friday. Felt like hell. Worked from 7 till 7. I was in the shower when I got this text. And it was from Jason. Jason texted me and the Dram <laughs> sent me this picture of a double eagle. Very rare. One of the hardest bottles to find ever. Like, you just don't see this bottle of eagle rare ever. He texts us. Best 2K I ever spent. Even if I had to sell my soul and pass on a Pappy and B-Tech this year. And mind you, I was in the shower, so I didn't see it till later. But Dram Daddy's like, holy shit. I was just joking. Like, fuck, that's some serious though. He's like, yeah, I'll be paying it off for a while. Jesus Christ. I was like, holy shit. So finally, I get out of the shower and I say, holy fuck. And then, so like, this goes on. I cut off this text conversation this went on for like six different pages but it was it was a good amount i was like i can't believe it like like i said i was like you're gonna have to keep your allocated bottles at my house for the halloween party can't have the white Sox twitter cretins sneaking pores (laughs) mind you i meant sammy davis jr 5000 i want everyone (laughs) in the comments to know it was basically sammy davis jr who i was talking about (laughs) so anyway the bottles, like John did the math, $84 an ounce. Uh, like, unbelievable. I plan on cutting your tree down in your backyard. I was like, I'll cut your tree down for a couple, two tree ounces. It'll be awesome. I'm just excited to finally try something like this. 
And then he says, I was just fucking with you guys. I had to pass on the bottom. <laughs> And I was like, what the fuck? I had this <laughs> terrible day. I, I was like, like basically out of the shower. Like the first thing I was like, holy shit, this is something crazy. I couldn't expect it. Nope. It was just a prank. It was just a good old fashioned prank by Jason. And I fell That's... for it. Hook, hook, line and sinker. Shout out. Shout out to uh, my girl at Benny's for um, taking that picture for me. Because as soon as they told me they got it in, I said, I need a picture with that bottle. And my original idea was to hold it up and like take a selfie with it but then when they sh told me how big the fucking box was they were like no we can't let you like take a picture with it like, okay fine just just take a take a up close picture and i want to fuck with i want to fuck with my friends i got i got my bourbon people i want to fuck with them make them think that i dropped two grand on that bottle just to see their reactions and god that was the best 20 minutes of my life <laughs> hold on wait hold on hold on a second hold on hold on I know you were having a bad day that, that day and all that. Maybe your mind was like all over the place. So I, I totally understand that. But Sarah said that just right now in the comments, you think she's going to let Jason spend $2,000 on a bottle. Like you had to first think about that for a second. I've known Jason long enough. He, you might be asking for forget. What's the, what's the quote? I know. Don't I, ask for, yeah, for don't ask for permission. Yeah. Ask for forgiveness. Yeah. That might yeah, be a, a Jason. Yeah. Jason 101. So I asked, I actually hypothetically asked it to Sarah too. I said, hypothetically asked. I, well, I wanted to see her reaction. I said, I said, Hey baby, like what would you say if I wanted to buy a $2,000 bourbon? And she didn't really say, fuck no. She said, well, well how are you going to pay for it? And when I told her I was going to throw on the credit card, she was like, well, I'm, I'm not helping you pay that. You're paying that whole thing off. And like, Fair. You know, um, but she didn't immediately say no. She and, and then I told her you could flip it for like 15K and she was immediately on board with that. But yeah, I'm not, I'm not one that flips, I'm not one that yeah. flips bourbon. Um, see, I would have I would have bummed you I, for eternity. If you flip, yeah, I, I got to be I got to be honest with you. I would have kicked in on it. I would have bought like a fourth of it. Yeah, I, I mean, we should have. No, it's all coming out now. <laughs> Well, apparently, I didn't. I didn't. It didn't reach far down on the list. I, I'm apparently, I'm number twenty-two <laughs> on the top bourbon spenders. Um, that didn't reach me. Sarah does deserve the world, I, Jason. She does. She how many? How many did they get? Just one or two? Yeah, or they got one they bottle. Get? One bottle. They, they just called their top spenders, and then whoever passed, and if they called the next person, I was number twenty-two, and I was like, I was probably never going to hit me. No Jack, shit. I love you. The highlight of my day was seeing you in the wild. I, I called Julie <laughs> immediately after I dropped off that bottle. I said, I saw Mailman Jack delivering the mail, and I just needed, like, David Attenborough or someone <laughs> from, like, the planet Earth, like, just narrating behind the, me. The elusive it was, Mailman Jack walking from house to house, delivering the mail like only his species could. Always on the hunt for a mate, but as always, he will come up empty, and yeah, the elusive Melvin Jack will go home alone, hoping for another day. <laughs> See, I, I like I like the, that was a highlight of my day. Seeing Jack and Luke was for sure the the highlight of my day. I like the the South Park version a little bit better, where like he goes through that whole thing, and then it's just 
and I'm going to sneak up behind him and put my thumb up his ass. <laughs> Wait, so, did, so did the bottle sell? Oh, yeah. it's it, I'll, I'll find out for sure. Um, but as of Friday when I went in there, they were waiting for it to get picked up. So, uh, What, Johnny, you got 2K you want to spend? <laughs> all right guys that's an hour and a half show uh thanks for sticking with us it's been a late night but we love you all make sure you rsvp for whiskey at comiskey if you haven't already get a cesspool shirt we're gonna try to wear those all for the whiskey at comiskey tailgate as well next week fancy football spectacular john Dabari, dave kluge gonna be fucking fun make sure you send us pictures of your drafts if you already done it get your q and a your questions lined up so we can answer them live on air and buy a bottle from Knob Creek at CD Liquors. That's all we got. We got a lot going on, guys, and we need, we love, we love all your guys' support. So next week, see ya. Hell yeah. Love you guys. Cheers.